Welcome to the Untamed Femme Podcast, a loving, supportive space for curious, open-minded people who seek to understand the misunderstood about the human experience. Together, Liz and Amrit Sadna put words to things that we all experience but don't know how to explain about physical, spiritual, energetic, and emotional health. With a focus on wholehearted living, the Untamed Femme Podcast allows us all to show up just as we are. They show you how to access the divine mother that exists in all gender-identified and bodied people. The divine mother inside of you has been calling for you to get out of your head and into your body. She teaches that by allowing your body to lead, any dream can be manifested in the physical form. So come as you are. Bring all of your parts, the divine feminine, divine masculine, toxic feminine, and toxic masculine. Here they are all welcomed and loved. Untame yourself, step into trust, connect to your intuition, and come home to your body. Amrit Sadhana, can you introduce a little bit about divine feminine and divine masculine energies? I would love to. That was such a beautiful introduction. I love to relate the two to inhale and exhale. The feminine is the inhale. Take a moment with me to just take a really deep inhale into your body and notice what it feels like when you like expand your ribs and into your belly and you really allow yourself to fill up with and receive that life force breath. The inhale is internal being, feeling, receiving, creating, and healing. Now let that breath go and notice how you are taking an action of pushing that breath out of your body. That is what the masculine is like. It's giving, it's action, sending. So we all have both within our bodies. We all have both within our lives, within our worlds. It's everywhere outside of us. And it's all about finding a balance. Another way I like to relate it, the body feels, the mind thinks and creates action. Liz and I sat down and we thought about how we wanted to explain how we experience the divine feminine within our lives. It's the energy within us that asks us to slow down, be in the moment, feel into pleasure, go inward, create, heal. She feels like the ultimate mother, the energy that invites you into a womb space where you can be safe and just be because your value is just by being and existing and breathing. So that for us is how we experience her energy. And there's a multitude of ways that you can tap into the divine feminine energy of which we're going to go into in future episodes. We want to just take a moment to define it for you so you can understand what it is and tangibly feel it in your body. And if divine feminine and divine masculine don't feel right for you, we want to invite you to an alternative, which is recognizing the energies as yin and yang. Yin being the context of what we would describe as divine feminine and yang being in the context of what we would describe as divine masculine. Exactly. Because the reality is, is there divine feminine, divine masculine and feminine and masculine energy in general have nothing to do with gender. We all can access both of those within our body when we want. Mm -hmm. And we do live in currently a masculine dominant culture, which is hustle, 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 go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. uh, action, 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 action. And I think that the shift that's tr trying to happen now is like bringing us back to the center so we can do those things. Cause we have to, in order to survive in this world, we need both, but that calm that, you know, 
that gentle flow that allows us to just be, because sometimes we need to just be Mm -hmm. without doing. Yeah. Imagine if we lived in a dominant feminine world, it would just be like, flowy, uncontained, nothing would get done. Nothing would get done. <laughs> oh, this feels yeah. good. So I'm just going to sit here for a really yeah, long just time. Just going to go I- with the flow. <laughs> just going to sit here in this little spot of sunlight, like a cat. Thanks. Exactly. And you can also see the divine feminine in how animals move. They really linger. Like if you ever watch a cat stretch, like in a sunbeam where they like reach their paws out and they really linger and they take those big, long yawns, that's, that's the feminine energy moving through the body, just allowing them to feel into that moment of pleasure without bringing themselves outside of it because of something that something around them says. Mm -hmm. So now that you understand how we experience it and the definition Let's tell you a little bit about ourselves. Liz, would you like to start? (laughs) Yes, yes. So my name is Liz and I have a rising Virgo, sun in Virgo, moon in Sagittarius. And my Mercury is in Virgo. So Mercury is the communication planet, which is important for this because I'm going to be communicating a lot on this podcast and I want you to know what that means. So as a Virgo, we tend to look at the world or as a Mercury in Virgo rather, but I'll just having so much Virgo in my chart, I have like five placements total. We tend to look at the world a lot more realistically than most. And the ways in which we communicate can be very direct, grounded, simplified. And I also love to give examples. So that's a little bit about how I communicate. So I am a soulful career and life coach. I grew up in living in between Central California and Mexico until I was about 14 years old. When I was little, I spent a lot of time playing in forests, singing, foraging, making mud pies, making potion with like, and perfumes with sticks. And remember that rose petal? Did you ever do that, Amrit? Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. I made so many things that probably smelled and tasted horrendous, but I thought they were magical. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I was also really obsessed with Alicia Keys and Tina Turner. They were my absolute idols growing up. I am a spectacular cook. My absolute favorite thing to make is albonica soup. I have a partner named Justin. He is so lovely and he's actually a lot like me, but very different in the best ways. I'm sure he'll be on podcast episodes here in the future and you'll get to know him a little bit. I climbed the traditional corporate ladder. I was your typical corporate queen checking off boxes, living a very consumptive life. Got really far away from my original roots of being like really connected to Earth Mama in the forests. I was consuming based off of accumulation, not need. And so now I've really switched that. Over the last year, I moved back into nature, living in upstate New York. I've really been healing my relationship with mother nature. And, you know, when you love something, you just don't want to kill it. And I've been living a very intentionally consumptive life to where I only consume really based off of need. And, you know, every once in a while, if I want to like buy a cute sweater. Like I won't feel bad about it, but I'm, I'm really grounded in being conscious about how I participate in consumption. Um, and I've also been spending a lot of time in forests lately called in a lot of, um, 
really beautiful teachers and soul family and healers here in upstate New York. I am also studying herbalism, which is really beautiful. Going to be studying more formally over the next year. I, I'm not religious, but I am subjectively spiritual. So if you hear me talk about like certain deities, um, it won't be anchored to any sort of religious beliefs, rather just my subjectively spiritual beliefs that I have. So I kind of take what lands and leave the rest. All right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I would love to. I am a sun in Scorpio, a moon in Leo, and a Gemini rising with a with Scorpio in Mercury. And what that means is that I want to get to the truth of things. I want to get to the bottom of things. I am keenly observant of people and what they say and their actions. And sometimes to the point of being highly suspicious, we, I don't shy away from like the hard conversations. I kind of have a tendency to dive headfirst into them, but it's also hard for me sometimes to place my self in a place of vulnerability. So that's what I have to work on as in my communication style. I was raised in a small town in central Oregon. Uh, My father was a farmer. So I spent a lot of time on and off farms with sheep and I milked cows for a while in high school and college. I got my degree in voice performance and sang opera professionally for several years. And that just wasn't feeding my soul in the way that I wanted it to. Um, So I found a different path. I am a psychosomatic herbalist, holistic health and embodiment practitioner. I spent much of my childhood playing make-believe and being in and out of imaginary worlds and dreaming. I've always been able to dream really big. That's something that I really love about myself. I love music. It's what makes blood pumps through my veins. It is my life source. It gives me a place to move my body and feel my feelings. And also sometimes music is the only way that I can actually express to people how I feel because I'll find a song and I'll be like, oh, this is how I feel about this exact thing. And I'll send it to somebody. I speak through music a lot. I'm never not dancing. Movement is another big part of that goes along with the music. I am a deeply spiritual human and I truly just want to connect with my soul and step through this world in the most conscious and aware and loving way that I can. I have a deep, deep, deep love for animals. I have since I was a child. I think that they are the most magical creatures in the world. And I've also lived in a lot of places. I lived internationally. I've I lived in Italy for a while, Vietnam. I've spent extended amounts of time in India. And I really, really, really love to cook. That's one of my ways that I express my love for people is by cooking for them. And I've taken cooking classes in every place that I've lived and that I've traveled to. And so I've learned a lot about different spices and flavorings and how to get creative in the kitchen. Probably Italian and Indian food are my favorite things to cook for people. That is me in a nutshell, um, in a very truncated version. In the future, you can expect that Amrit Sadhana and I are going to be working one-on-one for the first season. We will not be having any guests because we want to cover a lot of topics based off of topics that our audiences have highly requested we speak on in a more long-form format. So season one is going to be all about that. The first episode is going to be on going from hopeless to hopeful. 
And at the end, we will be offering some practical, tactical tips and embodiment practices so that if you resonate with the topic and you wanted to integrate an embodiment practice into your life, then you can work with those tips. That is it for now. We are so excited to go on this journey with you and we are so excited to have you here. We will see you next week for the first full length episode. See you there.